Welcome to the Life Fellowship Ministries International Broadcast. Our mission is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. And now, join us for the Life Fellowship Experience. Thank you, Al. Just for the record, not my message, just the messenger. <laughs> the, the willing vessel. Thank you, Al, and thank you for, to Pastor Mark for trusting and allowing me to come up here and share what the Lord has given me today. We've been in a series with Pastor Mark called Prepare, and today's message is titled Spiritual Health. So preparing spiritually can be likened to our physical being. So when we think of health, sometimes we think of the physical health. So today's message is to bring light to what it takes to have a spiritual, to be spiritually healthy. Can we all agree that we are all spiritual beings living in a physical body, navigating through a sin-filled and fallen world by way of this gift we've been given called life? He called us the human species, his masterpiece. He molded us into the likeness of himself that we may represent who he is here in the world. My first point this morning is health is a way of being. Looking at Jeremiah 30, 17, as we consider spiritual health, let us first look. Oh, I was supposed to give you Jeremiah 30, 17. Yep. Where are we at, Tasha? Y'all got it? Good, because I don't. Um, <laughs> I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord, for you are called an outcast, Jerusalem for whom no one cares. All right, healing our wounds. So just looking at the word health. So considering our spiritual health, let us look at the word health. Think about and consider when someone says the word health. Or healthy what definition comes to mind for you without looking it up no dictionary.com what does it mean to you okay here's what uh, dictionary.com says health means it's the general condition of the body or mind with reference to soundness and vigor freedom from disease or ailment vigor and vitality freedom from dis-ease, uneasiness, uncomfortable, a feeling going on, and we want freedom from it, right? The body loves to live in homeostasis, which just means maintaining an internal stability. We also see within the word health is the word heal. When we're seeking physical healing, the average person has symptoms come up, and we tend to seek medical attention to help us figure out what's going on physically. My second point this morning is Jesus is the great physician. Medical professionals typically have to know which symptoms we're presenting with in an effort to diagnose what could be a plausible cause for what is being experienced or manifested as symptoms. Symptoms are your body's internal gauge 
to warn you that something is going on. Something is failing, it's weak, it's not right. Like your warning light on your car or your dashboard when your oil needs to be changed or your engine light and you're like, I don't know what's going on, I've gotta go get this diagnosed. Um, it's a caution to you to tell you that something is not, it's, it's, it's either failing, weakening, or something's wrong. Ultimately, we're seeking relief from symptoms to get us back to being healthy. Our medical professionals take our list of symptoms that we present with and consider all the tests, all the scans, all the exams that they may see fit to help them rule out or find the root cause of your physical discomfort. Based on their knowledge, their background, their experience, your primary care physician may not be able to help you with some issues and therefore they refer you to a specialist. What if we gave the same emphasis to our spiritual health as we do our physical health? What if we sought our spiritual healing to the same degree as we do our physical healing? And what would that look like? Isaiah 53, 5. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down and we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. I think that qualifies him as a physician, our great physician. Um, looking at 1 Peter 2.24, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, you are healed. Jesus is the one who knows us even more intimately than we know ourselves. He is our healer. He has paid the cost with his life to not only be such, but for us to know him as such. We need to rely on Jesus, who is our great physician, for our spiritual health. Jesus left us a specialist for us to turn to for our spiritual guidance, and he is the Holy Spirit. Looking at John 14, 15 through 17, if you love me, Obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. So because we have this resident in-house specialist with us, how do we utilize this benefit? How do we activate the healing, the spiritual health? My third point this morning is obedience is the activation of the Holy Spirit. 
Romans 8, 10, and 11, and Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. I know Pastor Mark has gone over this scripture and we probably memorize the the moment that he the moments that he keeps presenting it to us. But if we look at this in regards to our spiritual health, it says, if you love me, pulling the verse back up, obey my commands. Where love leads to obedience. Obedience is leads to Jesus asking. I will ask the Father, he says, which leads to the Father giving us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leading when the Holy Spirit is leading. Holy Spirit is activated or fully functioning equals our spiritual health or healing. Let us be cautious in navigating in our, our health and our own understanding Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Isaiah 55, 8, just to remind you again, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. We pray for the Lord for health and healing and wholeness just because we don't see his hand manifest in the way that we expect it to does not mean he isn't working or sending us an answer. He may very well be sending us an answer to our prayer in a way we would never expect it. Just as God entered humanity in a way that was unexpected, the world was not expecting the Messiah to come as a newborn baby. That's the same way he could be answering our prayers, in an unexpected way. Spiritual discernment. Having spiritual discernment, listening to the Holy Spirit, calling on the Holy Spirit every day to lead you, to guide you. That's what he's been put in our lives for, into all truths. That little nudge that we feel when something's not right. Our discernment, he's there for us. He said he will not leave us nor forsake us. So we can rest assured he is there to guide the hands of any medical staff that he may guide us to through whatever procedure he has sent us to as an answer to our prayer. Be open to listening to the Holy Spirit when he speaks. If you don't know what he sounds like, it's a small, still voice. And before I go on, um, I want to take a moment to call upon him here now. I know we called upon him at the beginning of service, but every one of you in this room can experience what the Holy Spirit feels like, what he says, who he is, even now. So I'd like to ask for everyone to just close your eyes as we sit in silence listening for that small, still voice 
that is beckoning us, calling us, speaking to us, even now. Holy Spirit, you are invited here. You are welcome here. We seek you. We want to know you. We want to feel you. We want to experience you. Speak to us. You know the language of our hearts. You know every cry, every ask, every request, anything we've ever desired you know. Holy Spirit, we give you this space to fall upon us right now. Let us experience you in this moment. It's in this uncomfortable silence that he appears in our life. Even after today, give him these moments throughout your day that he may speak to you, that he may guide you, that he may tell you exactly what it is you need to do when you're asking, which road do I take? Which way do I go? He speaks. You can open your eyes now. It's very powerful to be in the silence and giving, making room for the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Don't neglect it throughout your day. It's vital for our health, our spiritual health specifically. So what do the spiritual symptoms look like for you when you're considering your spiritual health? Have you ever experienced an internal disturbance you just cannot explain? Something just doesn't feel right. Everything inside of you is telling you something's not right. I have a gut feeling about this. Or even something told me to do that. Something told me to take that street. Now I'm in a, a row full of traffic. Something told me to do this. Something told me to do that. It was in those moments when the something is telling you to do something. The something is the Holy Spirit who's nudging you, who's beckoning you, who's trying to get your attention. So that the next time you know that when you feel like saying something told me, when you feel that nudge of him trying to tell you don't go down that road for whatever reason, don't take that path, don't do this, don't do that, whatever he nudges you to do or the opposite, go, that, go down that road. I'm leading you into this road. 
when he leads you, you know what it sounds like because the last time you said, something told me. So you can't say you don't know what it feels like to experience the Holy Spirit. Because I guarantee if I asked, have you ever said the phrase, something told me, and everyone in here will raise their hand. That's the Holy Spirit. You know what he sounds like. It's just giving him that opportunity to speak to you throughout your day. This is more than likely the Holy Spirit nudging me. <laughs> uh, I, had, I've, I felt his presence. His presence is here, by the way. His presence is strong here. Um, even through praise and worship, I felt it. I felt the Spirit. So I know he's here. And I know he's helping me be right here because this is not easy for me. I might, let, I might make it look easy. That's my husband. He helps me, you know, but... I can't do this alone. Maybe you've gotten off of your routine of spending time with and availing yourself to the Lord, and the Lord wants you back. Maybe you've never made time or space for him, and he wants you to. In either instance, you've done what 1 Thessalonians 5.19 tells us not to do. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Stifle, quell, crush, suppress, curb withhold, quench, put out, extinguish, smother, to end by force. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. In Mark 2, 17, Jesus equates sick with sin or sinner. We are sinners and thereby live by sin, so we'll always be sick, have sin among us, so we will always need a healer. Jesus is our healer our great physician, who has made his healing and treatment available to us through his Holy Spirit. So we must do as he commands us and not quench the Holy Spirit. Remember, love yields obedience, which results in Jesus asking and the Father giving the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given to us for the purpose of leading us. When the Holy Spirit is leading us, his power is activated and fully functioning in us, and our spiritual healing and health is the end result. If physical health requires food, movement, hydration, so does our spiritual health. We eat from the food presented to us in the Word of God or our Bibles. Movement can come by way of our daily ministry or movement as we praise and worship our Lord and Savior with our, voice, with our voices and with our bodies, perhaps dancing like David exemplified for us in the Bible. The Holy Spirit is synonymous with water, so we hydrate by our connection with him. In closing, I leave you with 1 Timothy 4.8. Physical training is good but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. What does spiritual health mean for you?